All right. How about this? How about this? No. We're not doing any work. We're just going to go for it. And wherever you think you want to start, wherever you want to end, we're just free-forming it. This is going to be okay. like – This is going to be like a jazz. A, a, be- a bebop jazz. Cowboy fan friend. Do a little scat. A boop olympics bop a doop <laughs> oh frick! Oh, oh Kevin's oh, camera God. fell over. Skippy be bopping him on a pop. Oh boy! Well, <laughs> that's the episode. Let's just put that. That's the episode. Skippy bop 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 I think I think that's probably good for the opener. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just put that, that whole freaking thing in. All right. Well, yeah. hello and welcome to Ninjas vs. Podcast. <laughs> that podcast where once a week we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y. Also, a chestnut appreciation podcast. I am your host, Tyler. The <laughs> I've forgotten the name of my guy. Oh, boy. Uh, the Danny Davis of this podcast. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Jordan, the Dan Breusma of this podcast. Because <laughs> when there are more A's in a, in a name, it just means you say it longer. Uh, and and I'm your also host, Kevin, the Chris and Kathy Reed of this podcast. You smice dancers, Kevin. Now, no, those are the um, now. Let me tell the you leaders of the Fantastic little, Four, right? Let me tell you a little tale about Chris and Kathy Reed. Um, those are America names. Those are names that America gave children. But do you know what country these athletes, these these trade uh, uh, trade trade ath- trade ath- uh, I'll, I'll figure that out in post. Um, <laughs> do you know what what nation these traders are competing for? Canada. They're competing for Japan. Oh, because because their mother is Japanese and their father's name is Bob, and they're like, <laughs> oh, America. And they're ashamed of the father named Bob. Yeah, Bob. So ashamed of the father because we have a freaking awesome uh, figure skating program. So they couldn't get into that. So they're like, hey, you know what we could do? We could betray freedom and love <laughs> and brotherhood and amber waves of grain, and we could go and compete for Japan. And they did. I don't. I. I don't understand that rule. Like, so if you have a family member who's from the country, like you can just go compete there. Like, I think yeah. Be well, they have like they have dual Kevin, citizenship. Are you, are, you putting, are you putting this brother and sister duo on the same level as Julius and Ethel Rosenberg? Uh, no, but I am putting them on the same level as Julius and Ethel Caesar. There. Uh, are... What about Orange Julius? <laughs> uh. Et Pretty to delicious. Cinebrute. Uh, what? Jordan, what is what does your guy actually do? Uh, he's a uh, he's a Don Schwerma. He's a Nederlander. Don he's, he's a Nederlander short track speed skater. Ooh, are they the guys who just rocked us? No, no. That well, was the rocked one, me, Amadeus. That was the two brothers and the other guy that almost got first and then cried when he found out that he didn't. Cause he's from the Netherlands and they can't handle hardship. Yeah. But they're well, they are good <laughs> at one Winter Olympic sport and they win golds in it every year. And it is uh, speed skating, pretty much. Uh, That's because way, in the in the ninth layer of hell, it's all ice. <laughs> so down there in the Netherlands. Uh-huh. They're just constantly skating around, you know, while Satan, like, munches on Judas and tries to grab him up and stuff. Can we talk about one thing super quick? And that's... One thing, this podcast. Everybody the new boy band. One thing. Yeah, one thing. (laughs) One direction is done. Yeah. uh, They got where they were going. One ordinal direction. Um, 
No, everybody who loves the Olympics, and I love the Olympics, by the way, but... It's true. Kevin doesn't just like the Olympics. He loves the Olympics. I'm going to marry the Olympics. It's hard to believe this is the second Olympics we've seen on this show. Yeah. Because we definitely weird, talked right? about this summer. That means we've but been around for two years. Have we talked exactly. about this? That a lot of people who are Us being pro- around for two years? Yeah. Uh, no, a lot of people who are pro-Olympics say... Pro-Olympics. Like, big, one of the big draws is that it brings the world together. And... I would submit to you that that cannot be true because the Olympics are a period of two weeks where nothing matters except being better than every other country on Earth. And exactly. I would say that that does not really bring you together. Oh, I thought you were going to say it brings it us all together, kind of like if you bring all of the siblings in a family together uh-huh. and then you line them up to see who is tallest and then you do arm wrestling to see who's the arm wrestlingist. <laughs> Uh-huh. And then but here's the thing: you do like taste tests to do see who's, who's the, the taste test testingest. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who's most delicious? Here's the thing: Who, yeah. we're not all together though. Like we would need like a black hole to like suck us all in and condense us into one point for us to this really be brought all way. together. See, so you're saying what we need to do is we need to take every Olympic athlete and put them on Stephen Hawking's Event Horizon show or whatever that's called. <laughs> Yeah, and it's the Event Horizon show with Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. It's it's, it's the Event, event Horizon, Horizon of the century. Um, yes. Oh, and Danny Davis is a muppet is a of child. He looks like a muppet. He's a child. He does. He looks like um Sweetums uh if he like shaved his face a little what, bit. What what country does he represent? What USA, where, where do you think? USA. I don't know, but what, what is where his, else would we what is accept that Olympic kind of event? facial hair? And oh, he's a snowboarder. He's a half. Oh, did he beat Sean I mean, White? You can you can tell he's a piper. Did he? Did huh? he Everybody medal? beat Sean White. Uh, I don't know. Let's find out. Danny Davis standings. Oh well, there's Google suggests Danny Davis standing sideways. Um, <laughs> I guess is that is that his stand up special? I I guess so. I don't, yeah, Danny, Danny Davis, Davis standing is. sideways. What's the deal with the Olympics? Why is uh, he, he really Cosby? does? He really looks like a pirate. <laughs> what do you say? Why you flipping and you're flapping and you're skiing and you're skating what's, and you? Hey guys, what's guys. Deal with the losers? Yeah, what's up? Look at this one. Well, there are winners and there are losers. <laughs> he is snapping along. <laughs> to an accordion wearing a cowboy I'm hat. pretty sure he's hanging out with the band who did that that German Moscow song from the 70s. No, no, that's the woman from Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and uh, he is a founding member of uh, Gogol Bordello. And, so. and the woman next to him to his right is w- what Rebecca Sherman would look like if you put like a vacuum cleaner on the back of her face yeah friend of the show rebecca sherman sucked it up i you know has she listened to this show no i don't think so. no but she is just name one of our friends and i will tell you no they don't listen to this show yeah (laughs) hey get enough of us in the freaking real life so they can't handle it yeah it's true they can't handle the truth but i I did tell uh friend of the show stephen horse to listen to the show recently stephen hawking so hopefully he did can we stop did you ever get back to us if you don't listen to the show i don't think you can be a friend of the show unless you're george hampy of georgehampy.com acquaintance of the show maybe friend i I mean friend not of the show because they're friends of us but not the friend of the hosts how about this i don't know should we start this if Should you don't do listen something? to the show, you are an enemy of the show. That's true. Enemy of the show, Stephen Enemy Horst. of the show, Will Horst. Smith and Gene Hackman. Enemy of the state. All right. So we've we've hemmed and hawed enough. Let's go ahead and get started. Oh, oh as you've probably gathered, this is a Versus and Would You Rather podcast where we take submissions by you, the listener. Uh, your Would You Rather and Versus questions. We hash them out each week. Find a victor. Let's get started. Our first question comes to us from Gordon Sullivan. Thank you so much, Gordon, who wants to know, would you rather be stuck in an elevator with half a dozen wet dogs or two incredibly obese people with bad breath? Go. 
Are so we you talking got a dozen a dozen wet dogs or two incredibly obese people with bad breath? I'm assuming the incredibly obese people are the ones with bad breath. It's not you and and oh, two right. fat people yeah, yeah. and like, oh, I have really bad breath. I'm I'm afraid that these horribly obese people will be offended by the stench of my breath. Although that could work as a nice equalizer. It's like, well, you know, we all we all have our our life choices. They've they've chosen maybe not even chosen. Maybe this is just, you know, maybe they're big boned. And I have chosen a lifestyle clearly because bad breath is a lifestyle choice where I'm going to have rancid breath. I think the plus for the obese folks is in general or in this scenario in general (laughs) when the power goes out you're gonna have a lot more heat reserves stored up in those rolls um you know when the power goes out are you just gonna use them as like bean bags yeah 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 yeah. no no when you gotta you gotta huddle together for warmth you can get yourself kind of a you can make kind of a, a an obesity sandwich with you in the middle and nobody dies of cold. Yeah, or frostbite. And you're gonna be stuck between two sweaty, smelly, fat people. Yeah, I thought they smelled worse on the outside. But oh, um, well, what if they're? <laughs> oh, but if they're sumo wrestlers, hello, endless hours of entertainment. Guess what? Oh yeah, this stuck you in got an elevator. Si- yeah, you. This you stuck in an elevator seat. situation just turned into the best event ever. Yeah, but how? How does somebody win? There's no ring. Well, you got it. You got your your magic chalk with you. Oh, that's Everybody that's the plus. If someone does win, then you're out of the elevator because they like blew a hole in the elevator or got the door open or something with their their massive power. And if nobody wins, it's just a metaphor for the endless struggle of life where we march on toward death with no clear winner or loser. Yeah, which philosopher was it who originally said that? Life uh, is like two sumo wrestlers in an elevator. <laughs> that was – I believe that that was uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, uh, yeah. Was uh, referring to the most dangerous game. Right, which is man, him and man two sumo wrestlers. stuck in an elevator. Um, but with the wet dogs, I mean, yes, they're going to be smelly, but maybe these are like super affectionate dogs. Maybe this is going to be a pack of wild dogs that will then raise you inside of the. I don't think uh, they necessarily have to be smelly because what if they had just been given a bath? Oh, so they could be sudsy. This could be. They could be sudsy. Now, here's the downside of wet dogs: is I'm assuming they're walking onto this elevator like. Fully wet, and that means if you're on their on their hind legs, standing straight up. If you're standing there, they are like t minus five seconds from doing that shake dog shake that shakes all the water off of their fur, and you're gonna get soaked. That is gonna be unpleasant because say you you get off on like third floor men's dress wear, and you're gonna be like, well, I'm I'm soaked, and now I can't try on any of this delightful dress. Yeah, but you know what's gonna be great? Getting it set and have. Wet and you're going to get off hmm. you're going to get off the elevator in uh ladies wear and there's going to be some fine ladies there and you're just going to be able to be like oh hey lady what's up i'm just hanging here with my dogs there's there's <laughs> there's going to be some fine ladies there in the ladies wear yeah what kind of dogs do you think we're talking about are these going to be uh like german shepherds well schnauzers thing, <laughs> a bunch of regardless, schnauzers yeah schnauzers a dozen <laughs> lightly doused schnauzers is regardless of what kind of dogs they are if as long as they're buddies all you all you have to do is channel kuba gooding jr and say what would kuba do in this situation which is star in the movie air buddies and then you know i think you're done that what he would do is cut the brake cable so you go into a free fall and they become air buddies oh okay Here's the thing, yeah, because if you have these twelve dogs or whatever, or ten dogs, and Dozen you, dogs. and you cut Diamond the brake cables, this is a David Bowie music video. You've just engineered a dog Ocean's Eleven situation, where you oh. you escape the elevator and then you steal the building. Or this is an Oliver and Company type scenario. Oh, not all, all necessarily Joe. the same dog. Yeah, you've got Billy Joel in there. You've got um, what? Didn't didn't Cheech do the voice of the Chihuahua? 
Why should um, I worry? I think, I think have... Cheech is mandated to do the voice of every Chihuahua. <laughs> like, You've if got there's a Chihuahua dogs. appearing in, it has to be Cheech. I do not remember the voices of any of the other dogs. I remember there was the bad dog. Uh, there was the poodle that had a picture of Radigan uh, yeah, bad in dog. her boudoir. Oh, bad what dog. if these dogs are bad Favorite to the rapper. Oh, yeah. What if this is like Snoop Dogg and his dogs? <laughs> uh-huh. And all, they all like just came in out of a storm. Oh, so you're saying this could be like they could just all be bros type situation. Like the, the wet dogs could just be like a bunch of wet dogs, bros hanging out. and Yeah. And then you're on the outside because you don't know any of them. You don't know the secret Ooh, yeah. handshake. You don't know who, you know, who toked a, a scouser on a, <laughs> a scouser on the on the four pike. You don't know. You don't know me. Whereas with the, I don't know with the fat people though. Like, yes, if you leave the dog scenario, maybe they're gonna shake. Maybe whatever. You're probably gonna leave that scenario wet. Because uh, chances are these dogs are pretty, you know, excited. They're all together on an elevator. If you leave the fat and smelly scenario, though, you're going to be smelly. Like, that's, that smell is going to stick with you. It's going to get into your into the fiber of your clothing. Oh, but with the fat people on the elevator, like, it's not like they're aggressive against you. They're just going to be there, and it's like, okay, we're kind of squeezed in. All right, well, now it's time to get off. These dogs... Like, they might be aggressive. You don't know where these dogs came from. Maybe this is a pack of, like, angry, like, street dogs with bottles and chains <laughs> in their paws uh-huh. and snouts. Yeah, but and what if these fat Oh, people... and you have to fight Liam Neeson style for the alpha dog Justin Timberlake position. What if these fat people, I though, Liam are like... punched Justin. What if they're, like, mouth breathers? Oh, then you have to listen to it the whole time, too. And while they're breathing out, you smell the breath. But you know what? This is, I I just think this, we are missing a huge part of the fat people scenario. They could be the nicest folk in the world. You could be on an elevator with John Goodman and John Candy. And one of them's a ghost. And the other Oh my gosh, it's like a Tuesdays with Maury scenario where they teach you a life lesson. My two Johns. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Nope, that's a different show. That's a show about a woman who is a painted lady, lady of the night, with two clients. Yeah, two painters. Yep, two painters. Oh, okay. The so painters. You, how about John's Rising? <laughs> nope, that's not any better. All right. Yeah. Let's take a vote on this. Uh, I'm going to go with the two fat people on the elevator because I've been there. You know, they're, they they still could be good people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's I feel like there's less chance of me being torn to shreds or slobbered on or, like, covered in wet dog uh, if I'm on the uh, elevator with them. Jordan? Uh, well, I'm going to go with dogs because I've been there. I've worked retail with fat people with uh, really bad breath, and it made me want to kill myself. So <laughs> I would rather be stuck in ele- at an elevator with some dogs. Cause... You heard it here first, folks. Fat people with bad breath make Jordan want to kill himself. <laughs> Kevin? I'm going with the overweight folk, the overweight gentleman. Uh, because probably the reason we're stuck in the elevator is that we're over the weight limit. So as long as they just oh, leave, yeah. if they just leave, then we're fine and we're not stuck anymore. Very true. All right. So thank you so much for your question, Corden. And next time you have to choose between being stuck in an elevator with a half dozen wet dogs. Oh, sorry. Only a half dozen. Whoa, oh, shoot. Never mind. Uh, well, withdraw uh, well, my dog oceans 11 scenario too late now. Yeah. Uh, or Two incredibly I, I, obese people. Go ahead with those obese people. You're going to be glad you did. I love Our it when next... we just ignore part of the question. It's, it's not like, that we ignore it Meh. so much as I misread it. And then <laughs> also, <laughs> wait, what did he leave out? Corden, uh, it was oh, six, it was six wet dogs. Um, also, Corden, please become a police commissioner so we can call you <laughs> Commissioner Corden. <laughs> Our next. I question mean, I could from... become a police commissioner, and you could do the same <laughs> joke. But you know, whatever, Jordan. No, let's let Corden take hey, care of it. He's got some nice generation there. When have I not said that you should be a police commissioner? Every day, day of my life. 
Day one when we met, I said, you know what you look like? A future police commissioner. And then I walked away slowly to sad music. Our next question comes to us from Murph Murphy. Thank you so much, Murph, who wants to know, would you rather win one gold medal or all the bronze medals at Sochi? Nobody cares. No one remembers bronze guy. No, but people do remember you if you have, like, the most medals in history. No. Like, you've got, they've got these people, and they're like, oh, it's like, oh, this person, you know, they've gotten eight bronze and two silver and run and go, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're getting all the bronze. That's going to be incredible. Also, that means you are the world's greatest athlete. You <laughs> are a demigod. In you are running from event yeah. to event, <laughs> just going through, and you're not great at every event. But you know what? <laughs> you're the third best yeah. at not every only event. Not only are you almost thing. dominant at curling, you're also almost dominant <laughs> at ski jump. You're almost dominant at biathlon. You're almost dominant at skeleton. That's pretty cool. You're an almost you could, dominant hey, figure do you, skater. Do you want do you want to list some more Olympic events, Jordan? That was awesome when you No, did but that. I'm listing Olympic events that are so far from each other in terms of what you have to do in them that it would be literally amazing if you could get a bronze even in like two of those. You but, would make the Olympics. Everyone would just be following you. They'd be no, like, oh, they'd man, be like, and here comes Commissioner you know, Jordan uh, again. You know what would happen? People <laughs> would be like, Michael Phelps? They'd be like, Michael who? I'm following but the, this guy. But no, the thing is, if you got a bronze in every single sport, people would still be like, hmm, no gold. Nah, but they would watch you in every single sport saying, no oh, is this, is this the time he's going to get silver? Or it. is this the time he's not? He's going to place fourth or worse. Every single time you win one of those, you up the stakes. Oh, but, but this is just probably towards the end. You're in the lead in some of these events, but you're like, oh, I got to keep the streak going. I want to win all the bronzes. Oh, so now you're intentionally throwing it. It's not that you're above average at all of these. What if you just have the humility? And then you get caught. You have the humility of, you know what? You know what? Yeah, it's like it's like Flash Gordon in The Incredibles when they're like, "Go for, go for second. Yeah, Commissioner Flash Gordon. Yeah, Commissioner Gordon. Actually, Russia's having it a hard be... time in these Olympics. I'm gonna let them have gold. So they're they're ahead of us right now in the medal count. No, I'm saying that the entire nation is having a hard time putting on these Olympics. Oh, oh I yeah. gotcha. Uh, putting yeah. on putting on a happy face for these Olympics. Right. If these Olympics were a dress. Russia would be a very portly woman who can't fit into it. And I don't know why it had to be a woman. I guess a man can wear a dress. Portly man can't fit into a dress. To a dress either. Depends on the dress. Honestly, you got to buy things that are, you know, your size and your comfort level. If you want to fill out those curves, go for it. But the thing about the gold, you're always going to be able to have your own microscopic economy based on a gold standard oh if that's you, true you if can you start have your a own metal. like bitcoin equivalent exactly which just can, crashed yesterday. by the way <laughs> can, did it can somebody explain this to me it's not based on anything right it's based on as much as well i guess it's based on as much as the US it's a fiat currency, currency just like the united states dollar so but what yeah but it's based on on, on the what the full faith and credit of tim like who is no, the person it's based it? on no, we're not. I'm not going to explain what hashes are to you on this podcast and bore every single listener. Marijuana. Into, into <laughs> it's based room. on the street price of marijuana. But no, I can. Somebody I, if took you a, really took care, I can send you an article when we're done, Kevin. I I would actually like because I because people mention Bitcoin and I constantly think we're talking like Mario currency. Yeah, no, it's which what I would be fine PayPal. with if if the UN was like tomorrow. We're switching to Mario coins and Sonic rings. Sonic well, rings are going to be roughly worth three Mario coins. At the Olympics, is that if you are if you win an event, you get uh, positive coins. If you lose an event, they deduct coins from you. And if it's a team event, then uh, you both get the equivalent amount of coins. It's very complicated. There's a lot of dice. Um, but the thing is, you are guaranteed all of the bronze for the Sochi games. Sachi, Sirachi games. Uh, and so 
the next Olympics roll around and you have so much pressure on you because you're that guy who got a medal in every event. Like you're gonna you're gonna have to. Well, I'm guessing you could you could probably fold after this Olympics and you yeah retire forever man. be known as like all encompassing Eddie. You won all the bronzes. You know what's real impressive about winning all the bronzes? Most Olympic events run simultaneously with other Olympic events. You'd have to be like a world class like sprinter just to get from one event to the other. So you're like you finish your downhill skiing. You're like, oh crap, I'm due for a shift in the women's ice hockey. That's the other incredible thing <laughs> because you are playing both. Genders. You're playing both genders. <laughs> I don't even know how that happens. You're clearly oh, no, it's just like a, so it's she's a, the man scenario or, or, or a Juana like, man type of scenario. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you Amanda Bynes or the person in that other thing? would be so difficult I think then you get your your choice you can to, do either to gender because because then guess what oh shoot i have to talk an iambic pentameter this whole time now because i'm doing a billy shakes uh gender bend play basically yeah but here's the thing we can't let you have to be like okay i'm not gonna let I, the I olympic want to committee my country now define my gender that's very genderist of them if i want to does that as, work if i want to compete like... as a woman i should be allowed to did Whoa, they, man! Do they check? Like, how well, does the Olympics the Republic treat does. trans individuals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they outsource it to the Czech Republic. Everyone has to go for testing. Well, you guys are having your Bitcoin seminar. I'm going to look this up. Um, but no, that is that is incredible. Maybe because you're sprinting from event to event, that's why you're only capable of getting the bronze. Like, you're really good, but you're so tired every time you get there that like you can only uh, give a th- third to best effort but with this gold scenario you win a gold like that's that is forever that's very impressive you your children will always be able to say that like my father won a gold in the olympics the question is what event are you going to win the gold in? we get to pick the event I don't know, because if you're I winning the, like a solo the event, then that's going to be pretty great. About it. If you were the fat guy in like the back of the bobsled that's just there to make it go fast, and it's like, oh, yeah, it was like you and seven other guys who won a gold. It wasn't you who won a gold, uh, You mean Kevin. three other guys, but sure, go ahead. How about, how about There's this? There's like 12 guys in a bobsled. There's one dozen guys. It's a baker's dozen. In 1995, they conducted a study... That's, that showed that athletes who won bron- the bronze medal were significantly happier than those winning the silver medal, which goes to which I think through the transitive property would say that if they're more happy than the people who won the silver medal, they'd also be even more happier than the people who won the gold. Medal. Now you don't no, you don't, I think, don't think it's think because so. if silver medal winners feel bad about just missing the gold. No, I feel like I, the I gold, they're happy because they are the best in their field. The bronze is just happy that they aren't fourth place. No, they're like, but hey, I'm going to be on the board. When you get to gold and you realize that there's nothing at the top, there's nothing higher than the gold. There's nothing to live for anymore. There's Whoa. nothing. You have nothing to live for. God is dead. Or <laughs> here's the other scenario. You realize that you'll never achieve a platinum record. All you've got is a dumb gold medal. You'll never get to platinum. Yeah, how did we get so the platinum medal? You hate you hate yourself because you're not Kanye. That's true. Maybe after you win all of the bronzes and combine them, it's the equivalent of a platinum. If you won all the bronzes, could you melt them down into a killer bronzer that just gave oh, you the man. sickest tan? Yeah, you'd be so well bronzed. Oh my gosh. You could change look... your name to Pierce Bronson. <laughs> <laughs> yup. That's the best part. <laughs> All right. Let's take a vote on this. Jeez, oh man. Uh, Kevin, what are you going with? I'm, you know, I'm going to go with gold. I'm going to go for gold because if you, you win the gold. You get to be in a stupid McDonald's commercial where they say, hey, people bite gold medals. They also bite chicken nuggets. So, therefore, chicken nuggets are as gold as gold, good as gold medals. Hey yeah. there. Hey there, philosophers at McDonald's. Uh, philosophy I was amazed to realize nope. the other day uh, that it isn't just random shapes. That they're like they're, – there are four very specific Panzer Dragon-shaped nuggets. No, no, they're, they're hearts, stars, horseshoes, clovers, and blue oh, moons, yeah, pots right, of golden right. rainbows, and the red balloons. 
Jordan, what are you going with? I'm going for gold because despite all my uh, despite all my rage, <laughs> all my rage <laughs> and my extolling of uh, the all bronze scenario uh, in the Winter Olympics, there really is only one medal that matters. And if uh, the U.S. men's hockey team brings oh, home Olympic yeah. gold, then the rest of the Olympics literally doesn't matter. By the way, when does that start? Not going to happen Thursday. Because oh, when this episode comes out, yeah, Thursday Vladdy at Poot. seven in the morning, probably when this episode is not out. Yeah, Vlad- like five hours before this episode will be out. Vladdy Poot, the Poot. Master. Oh, Vladdy Poot is my favorite uh, Russian cartoon. <laughs> the, the Poot Master said he doesn't care about anything else in the Olympics as long as Russia wins gold in men's hockey. Do you know how many people he he will bribe to get make that happen? Like a man of such singular focus will go and play as the only player on the Russian hockey team <laughs> by himself to make it happen. There's That'd no be incredible. way. And he's um, done it. He'll do it and he'll do it. He's done it and he'll do it again. If it comes down to the miracle on ice. The miracle. Uh, like the miracle on ice. The miracle on ice. To Electric Boogaloo. How come they don't call it that? How come they don't call it the miracle? I don't know. That's why I've been asking myself my whole life. Uh, Also, Tolia, if you want to weigh in on any of these Russian opinions. Oh, shoot. You've you've got it, man. You're over there. We're Tolia's enemy right now. We have a foreign correspondent. Yeah. Maybe if you want to chime in, are are Sochi problems limited to just Sochi or all of Russia? Yeah. How many walls are there in your home nation? Um, Oh, the... The Great Wall of Russia. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, it it's the other half of the Great Wall the snow of China. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How come they never? How come they never said the other half was the Great Wall of Mongolia? That's a great how point. How come they weren't just like, like the the Chinese built it, and then the Mongolians are like, oh yeah, half. See, half no, ours, no, the Chinese. The way dips. it works is they own like five feet on the other side of the wall. But they just oh, let, well, okay. they let the Mongolians, they can graze on that land if they want to. Uh-huh. The people, oh. right? Not the cats. Yeah, they're vegetarians. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm going with that bronze. That's, I'm I'm going to be a superhuman if I can pull that off. Also a beautiful lady at times. Uh, so thank <laughs> you so much for your question, Murph. And next time you have to choose between the gold or all the bronze, go ahead with the gold. Because gold is forever. Gold is old, baby. Gold is old. Golden moldies. Golden moldies. <laughs> Gold! So, our next question comes to us from Chase Greenlee. Thank you so much, Chase, who wants to know, visiting the dentist versus visiting the eye doctor. Go. Um, Which... visi- visiting the eye doctor, because I never have to. All right, do you have perfect eyes, Kevin? I do. I have perfect eyes. That's what we called him back in college. Kevin, perfect eyes, gall. Oh, perfect eyes, gall. No, you got that hairline eyebrow. That's true. Do do eyebrows fall within um, eye doctors? Yes, they tweeze your eyebrows for you. Well, what if you have, like, super-duper bushy eyebrows, and, like, they're like, here's your problem. You can't see through your eyebrows. You have an ingrown eyebrow. I'm going to give you... Uh, glasses that are designed to keep those bad boys like lift and separate, keep them above your eyes. That's not what that's about. Yeah, no, yeah, it is. <laughs> oh shoot, um, okay, all right. <laughs> uh, so not even contacts because I have nope. I have contacts. I have glasses. Z- and contacts. Boop. Give us some contacts for your contacts on my eyes. My contacts are are great. Um, I I started wearing them when I played started playing sports ball. Back when I was a 240-pound starting tackle and nose guard for the Ligonier Mounties. How's your nose Our, doing, by the way? Uh, well, it I kept it safe. I kept it very, very he safe. guarded it well. And everyone else's is it, for that. Is it secret? Is it safe? Is that, I, Liam, that like Liam Neeson as <laughs> as Gandalf? As Gandalf. <laughs> of a very particular set of magic spells. Now, what about your dental records, Kevin? That's the real question. Hey, I just want to throw this out there. Jordan, the white stone. Lego movie. How's your mouth Lego movie is really good, so everyone should go see it. No, that's what I heard. No, it's freaking not. I heard I will not hear such abominations on this podcast. Have you seen it yet, Kevin? Have have you not seen? Will you not hear? Have you not seen? The Lego movie is the Lord of all Legos. Have you not seen the Rotten Tomatoes for Lego movie? I don't care. 
I hate all of those Lego games. It's made me it has, hate Legos. It has which... nothing to do with the games. It has Except everything to do with the games. Other than the fact that both of them feature Legos, it has nothing to no! do with the games. The movie has like Lego Batman and Lego Spider-Man and all the freaking It has Lego, Lego Batman because there are Lego Batman sets that you can play with. Yeah. And doesn't like who's isn't Will Arnett the voice yeah, of Batman? Oh, it's, so good. it's really anyway, funny. No. Like it's one of the funniest probably it, it has a good chance of being the funniest movie that will have come out this year i hear it's muppet caliber oh yeah i it might be better oh wow um what was the question so, that i completely ignored yep uh kevin how are your mouth treasures uh jordan would you like to tell everyone the other nickname i had in college the actual one uh <laughs> my my superhero name yeah it was uh Diamond it, Chip. No, we've talked about Diamond this on the Chip. show. No, no, no. No, that was Nick. Colgate. Oh, you were Colgate? Yeah, Colgate. I thought Colgate. Colgate was black. Well, he was. <laughs> that was my superhero avatar. He was a muscular black man with perfect teeth. Never could um, make top squad. Now, Diamond Chip. Is this because... Never could make top squad, Diamond Chip. <laughs> now, is this how you see yourself, or is it because you have As a muscular teeth? black man? <laughs> yeah. By the way... Did you see, um, do you guys watch Jimmy Kimmel at all? Nope. Uh, no. Jimmy Kimmel? I've heard of him. He showed Jimmy Kimmel. Who? Jimmy Kimmel? Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, Jimmy Kimmel. And he hosts a late night. Ah, you upset my dog by saying Kimmel. Oh, shit. Wait, really? (laughs) No. He just happened to start barking. Stop barking. Anyway, well, this is probably this is apropos to nothing really, but um, he showed this clip of this entertainment reporter who, like, I can't remember what show he was on, but he had an interview with Samuel L. Jackson, and uh, and so he had this interview with Samuel L. Jackson, and he was like, so the this white interviewer was like, so let's talk about your Super Bowl commercial, and Samuel L. Jackson was like, you mean Lawrence Fishburne's Super Bowl commercial? <laughs> Oh yeah, I heard racist? about this. I want to see this. Oh it, wow, it was real embarrassing, and it wasn't a joke. It was... Nope, uh, nope, it was real. Oh, no. Anyway, now, what the heck were we talking about? I'm terrified of going to the dentist because oh, yeah. I have not been to the dentist since I was, I want to say, 13 years old. What? So, yeah, I have how? Been, teeth how are, are you alive still? Long, long time well, you should be thing. dead Tyler. here's the thing you need to be prepared for when you finally do go you're gonna find out you have no less than six cavities i thought you were gonna say six months to live i'm gonna it's s- a little bit better well that's true too um it's fewer. well the thing is like i've got i've never had any problems i've never had any yeah you didn't have any problems half smelling. your life ago you you are gonna you are gonna I've go got to the dentist two of my wisdom teeth in and they're fine they're like you, my mouth made room and they're like oh hey guys they're just hanging out, helping me oh, like chew the better. Oh, those are rotting right now in the back of your mouth. There's no way you can you, brush those. I brush those bad boys. I get in there nice and deep. You are going to go to the dentist, and they're going to be like, why didn't you come sooner? You have mouth syphilis. And now you can never make out with anyone ever again. But Think of all the oh, people so- he gave mouth syphilis to already. That's right. Now, who, no, I'm not that, kissing That anyone. one girl um, with the warm <laughs> jeans. Yeah, we wish. Here's the question, though. Do I want to go to the dentist then and maybe have a terrifying revelation, or do I just want to keep riding high, assuming that I have perfect pearly whites? You guys got to tell you know, me. What, I'm living this it, lie, but I'm loving it. What's it like going to the eye doctor? Because uh, the, only, the only experience I have with the eye doctor is that I used to, when I would drive to my brother's apartment to hang out with him, I would pass a, a sign that said Adolf Optical. Uh, that's now, the Kevin, are you sure that you have perfect eyes? It's not just that you've never been to an eye doctor. Yeah, have you never gone, Kevin? Yes, because all right, give me. Yeah, I mean, I've I've had like the driver's tests, like the visual. What if you're like and stuff? And they what if you're, you're secretly nearsighted and you don't even realize it? You're missing out on a give whole me, world give me of any clarity. Test. Give me any test. Hold up your fingers. Hold up your fingers. Five. You're holding up five fingers. Nine Boom! 
I wasn't even looking at Utah. I was looking at Jordan. Five. Well, it's good to know. Um, now, the thing is, when you go to the eye well, doctors, there's uh, no chance of it. Four. That's, I don't know what Jordan's doing. Looks well, like no, I guess sign. it's four and a half. It's four and a half. Um, Wait, can we, hold on, hold on. Go... The thumb is not a finger. Uh, digits. All right. How many digits are you holding up? Yo, give me them digits. <laughs> Yo, digits. Um, the thing is, when you go to the eye doctor, there's no chance that it will hurt. There's no chance that drills are going to be put in you. The what, what if they jab you with the old eye drill? Has anyone ever they, used... There is, they puff air in your eye, and then you look through thingies. And the only bad thing about I eye know, the worst is part it's stressful, because you never know if, like, oh, is it lens one that's better or lens two that's better? And you're like, oh, it looks the same. Well, yeah, that's fine. That's an acceptable answer, Tyler. <laughs> In fact, you should no, say No, you always that. have to choose one. You always yeah, have you're, to choose one. You're always going to wonder what would happen if you told Drew Carey to look to go with lens number two to see what's behind it. That's a good point. Don't you mean you. Howie Mandel? What? No. I thought, isn't that the price is right? Yeah, door Drew number Carey one, door that. number two? No, that's let's make no, a deal, bro. What? No. No, they have boxes. Let's make a deal or no deal. Yeah, let's no, make but a the deal worst no part deal. of uh, eye doctor appointments is oh, you shoot, get is. you have it. eye drops put in to dilate your pupil, um, which makes you look real funny in the mirror, but also means if you step out in sunlight, you will be instantly blinded. Um, so it's kind of annoying. You're not going to look as bad as when your left side of your face is numbed and it looks like you had a. That's true, and you're and drooling out of the side of your you. mouth. That's that's true. You'll be wearing sunglasses and looking like the cool guy. Yeah, now I'm the now cool I'm guy. The cool guy. The pig. Um, yeah, but... no, you'll look like a cool 90-year-old woman because those sunglasses are genuine. Uh, you're forgetting that hipsters want to look like a cool 90-year-old woman. Well, that's true. That's true. That's everything that I aspire after. Um, but the thing is, like, I don't have dental insurance. So I going to the dentist. That's going Thanks, to be a Obama. lot of money. Thanks, Obama. Um, but when I go to the eye doctors, like I'm just there to pick up those contacts. The only thing is, like the eye doctor makes you get a checkup like once a year before they are allowed to sell you more contacts. It's really dumb. I just like to stockpile up because I don't. I don't need to go back there. My eyes haven't changed since I was like 13. Oh, I forgot that. It's just like your teeth haven't changed since you're 13. <laughs> That's true. Nothing about me changes except for my weight. Are you? Are you? Are right you around a 21? Frozen Benjamin Button. I am. I was in the movie Frozen, and I was in the movie Benjamin Button. <laughs> That's the thing you don't realize. That little snowman is actually um, old, cripply Benjamin Button, <laughs> just covered in uh-huh. snow, yep. shuffling around, playing the piano all the time. Yeah. All right, <laughs> we've talked about this enough. I don't. We need to take a vote. I'm going with eye doctor. I hate the dentist. I'm terrified. I don't. I don't know if or when I'm going to go again in my life. And if I need gold teeth, I need gold teeth. But right now, I'll just go to the eye doctor and let him poke around in my teeth if he wants to. Kevin, I'm gonna go with eye doctor because at least every country has eye doctors. In if you go to Britain, they're just like, uh, nope. We got, we got fish and chips, and uh, well, that's you know that's more our fish and more chips. It's fish and chips. Just eat some fish and chips, swish around some some scotch, and there you go. Oh, uh, the only thing that would sway my vote is if I'm doing destination dentistry, though. My <laughs> uncle did that. Are what? you not familiar with this? No. What is no, this like the... a destination wedding where everybody gets root canals at the end? It is exactly like that. Here's the thing, um, because the cost of dentistry has like got skyrocketed in the U.S., um, you can go to like Costa Rica or somewhere oh, where gosh. they have like certified doctors, uh-huh. but it's a lot cheaper. And, and whoops, your liver's gone now. The money that you would spend on you know dentistry here in the U.S., you pay like half of that to go on a cruise and get your root canal, and then you recover on a beach somewhere. My uncle Mike did it. Wait, you just wake up on a beach somewhere and you're like, "Well, I guess I'll recover here." Yeah, exactly. Oh. You recover. For oh, a couple I've been days. taken. I've been taken hostage by a drug cartel. 
and then oh, they put bummer. a bag on, over your head, and you're back in the U.S., and uh-huh. your teeth problems are gone. And you got a heroin Among balloon other in your things. colon. Jordan? Uh, I'm going to go with dentistry, mainly because I really hate having people poke in my eyes, and I really... I, this is one thing. That, that is the first thing they do. They poke you in they the eye. They do. Um, <laughs> Get in here. Essentially, that's what they do. Uh, I never in my life is. I've never understood why people are afraid of the dentist. Like it's such a foreign idea to me that I, I have to express it right now. I do not understand why anyone's afraid of the dentist. They are professionals. They make, they went through a lot of school to get paid to poke at your teeth. You, they may draw blood and that's probably because you haven't been flossing. So it's your own fault. Like, I just don't even get it. Like, it doesn't hurt. It's, it's annoying. It's, It's annoying to sit there and have to hold your mouth open for a while. But other than that, it's just like you're sitting the entire time. Whereas with the eye doctor, they make you run laps. That's <laughs> true. It's very stressful. Um, so thank you so much for your question, Chase. And next time you have to choose between visiting the dentist or the eye doctor, go ahead with that eye doctor. You're going to be glad you did. And our final question comes to us from Joanna Rudder. Thank you so much, Joanna, who wants to know, in the vein of Olympic questions, for a month... Would you rather live in a Sochi hotel room or wear a figure skating leotard to work? Go. Well, I think Bob Costas pretty much lost his eyes because of living in a Sochi yeah, hotel. Yeah, what happened what happened to him? I saw him one day, I was like, is he is he squinting? And then it was like the next day it was full on pink eye. Is he still doing He's the out. broadcast? No, he He's just bowed out. out today and they're replacing him with Matt Lauer. Uh, poor guy. Yeah, he, poor Matt Lauer. Again, he, Nobody Who would want to be in front of millions of people with pink eye? That'd, that'd be the worst. You're all crusty. Just take a nap, man. Uh, there's probably some weird kid in, like, fourth grade who ate Play-Doh who's like, I would love to be in front of people with pink eye. In front that, of everyone that was else me. has pink eye, and he's yeah. just eating Play-Doh. Well, that's how, okay, for public speaking, if you don't want to be nervous, you just picture everyone with pink eye. Mm. And then you're like, well, at least I don't have pink eye. And I got to get the heck out of here ASAP. Um, well, if you're staying in a Sochi hotel room, you have the advantage of being in Mother Russia. Like, this is a free vacation. You're out there with all the snow and the bears, and you ride the bear into market, and you pick up some vodka, and you ride back, and you wear a, you know, a, a fur hat, and you do a, a hopping, kicking dance. It's going to be a great time. Whereas if you're wearing that leotard to work, like, you know, you're going to look good. It's going to accentuate all the right places. But that's a lot of unwanted attention. Like, Kevin, Kevin's a taken man. You know, how are you going to be able to deal with everyone, you know, eyeing your your Olympic medals? You know what? All you got to do is you got to hit a triple Lutz, and then people will respect you for your skill and not for your looks. They'll know you got there because of your dedication. Yeah, you're not, not just some your... piece of meat wrapped in plastic. Right, not because of your perfect pectorals. Um, hey, so I guess there's uh, like a big old gross garbage dump right near the uh, Olympic Stadium. So that's cool. That's actually no, what's... That's, that's the Olympic Village. That's actually what's causing the peach, color, peach juice colored water. It's a giant garbage dump that was built... Uh, I should say I shouldn't say built created when uh, the rail infrastructure for Sochi was for these Olympic Games was made. They made a the Russian railway people made a giant dump that is. <laughs> they took a they giant basically dump. <laughs> took a giant dump and it's ruined the water supply there. Didn't oh, didn't they see Wally? <laughs> you gotta you gotta get a robot that loves Hello Dolly. Exactly. To take care of that. That's what you do. That's how you take care of garbage. I was under the impression they just actually switched out all the water with, with peach schnapps. Like, oh, I thought this was a hospitality boy. thing on their it'd be part. Wa- yeah, it'd be peach would be vodka, beautiful. actually. I don't know. 
Sochi, I don't even know where it is on a map, so let me find that out. I was, until very recently, I thought it was a brand of Japanese liquor. Let's be honest. <laughs> That's, soju is Korean barley liquor. I thought it was that trail uh, in the Vietnam War. The Sochi Men oh, Trail. Oh, yeah, Sochi Men Trail. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it was oh, a trail with a bunch of men crap. on their way to Sochi. Sochi is really close. It's right next to Georgia. It's like, oh, like, man, it's like all you gotta a hop, do, skip, and a jump away. Yeah, just fly into Atlanta and take a taxi for 1,000 miles. <laughs> um, but if you're, if you're at Sochi, you're going to have that language barrier. You're going to have a hard time, you know, figuring out, like, where your room is and stuff like that. And you're going to be like, hey, there's, you know, there's someone on my toilet. And they're just going to shake their heads and, you know, kind of, like, give you a shrug motion. And, you know, you're going to have to move on with your day. Well, it's also pretty tiny. Are we assuming – so you're there for a month. How long are the Olympic Games? Two weeks. So you're going to have, like like uh, – There's probably going to be some time, though, where you're not – uh gonna be entertained by the olympics like what else is there to do in in sochi like, what is there what, to do in russia uh, Just it's drink? on the crimean peninsula so i mean there's like beaches. Oh, crimea crimea peninsula <laughs> <laughs> although this um this jumpsuit is gonna keep you pretty warm though i don't know how you guys's winters have been but it has been cold here in pittsburgh very cold. Thankfully, they put uh, three holes in my bedroom. Is that your newscaster voice there? It is cold Very here cold. in Very Pittsburgh. Cold. It's cold Very here in cold. Pittsburgh. Uh, they recently put three holes in my bedroom um, and repaired two of them uh, in order to thaw out our, our pipes for our kitchen. Whereas, I, you know, I'm, you're going to save a ton on your car insurance uh, by, switching bill, by switching to Geico. By switching to Geico. Is the cheesesteak shuffle an actual Philadelphia thing, Jordan? Or is this is it just the worst Geico gimmick yet? The cheesesteak shuffle? Have you not seen this commercial? No. It's like the gecko, and he's like, hey, cheesesteaks are available all the time, just like Geico, and the only way to remember this is do the cheesesteak shuffle. And then he does a dance, and they put a hashtag on the screen, cheesesteak no, shuffle. that is not a thing. <laughs> Well, it's Boy, who would have thought? It's a thing that Geico created and then trademarked, and then anytime somebody says cheesesteak shuffle, they'll sue you unless you put Geico on, like, tattoo it onto your forehead. Which I will be doing right after this podcast. Um, I think a big minus for Sochi would just be, like, the second that the Olympics are over, like, people are just going to roll in with the metric system and it's yeah. just going to be awful and then there's the looting right it's always first the metrics come and <laughs> the looting and but then you know, people like, start stealing all of the rulers all of the uh, measuring cups anything not in metric like you know when you go back to college like as we home, all do for homecoming or whatever in our life and everyone's dead and like oh yeah like that's what that's what sochi's gonna be like after the olympics it's just like everything. You're like, hey, remember all the fun times we had there? And now nobody's there and nothing's going on and it's not fun anymore. It's probably still going to be remnants of the terrifying mascot bear that they have that looks like the, the Snuggles bear on acid. I love that guy. What He's are, always dancing around in the crowd. What are our two options? It's being in Sochi for how long versus what? One month versus wearing a figure skating leotard. All right, well, let's talk work. about the leotard. We haven't even talked about that. Yeah, it's probably going to be bedazzled. You're going to be able to choose oh, yeah. between no, I mean, stones or glitter. Here's the thing. But you're gonna, that's going to catch on Here's stuff. the thing about the leotard. If you have seen men's figure skating lately, the, the, the neckline on the men's figure skating leotard is now reaching the point where it goes all the way down curves a bit and then ends up at your hip that's how long that's how deep the neckline plunges so this Wait, is like that's that's a, like a deep uh, v-neck is that what yeah you're it's a v-neck it sounds a little italic all the way down curves a bit like a j over to your hip i'll find a picture really oh man that's not so yeah is that is that what people talk about when they say light a j they're talking about figure <laughs> skating outfits yes exactly um that is, but you're gonna look, you're gonna look regal, 
Uh, like that one guy in the couples thing, the one blondie with the with the girl that he's known since he was like a toddler. He's he's looking straight up Phantom of the Opera. Like you're gonna be able to wear that to so many formal. Because that's the mark of style. Is yeah. is Phantom of the Opera. You're gonna have to disfigure half your face, but it's worth uh-huh. it. You know the the big minus to the figure skating outfit though is that everything you do, people are gonna be rating and holding up numbers. You know, like oh, we you started your car, but it was a little late, so that's a four from the Ukraine judge. Oh, that's oh, true. Oh man, you made that easy, Mac, but you forgot to put the water in, so zeros from everybody. Now, do you, you? Thankfully, we're just wearing the skate, the uh, leotard, not the skates. So it's not that you have to like walk around on blades. All but the do time. you have to prance? Um, I, I mean, do you have to embody so. the spirit of the leotard? I mean, if you want to sell it to people, like if you don't <laughs> want to really want to sell it, if you don't want to get people, you know, giving you dirty looks, then you're gonna have to justify your wearing of this leotard. Uh-huh. Like you're gonna, people are gonna need to look at you and be like, well, what else would he be wearing? This is the lifestyle that he's chosen so, for himself. So you're just going to have to be walking around with your cell phone, pretending to have a conversation on the other end, saying like, yeah, yeah, I'm heading to the figure skating movie set right now. Yeah, yeah, we're going to make a lot of money. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, I mean, yeah, it's a pretty rigorous Glory shooting schedule. Too. Electric book. Yeah. <laughs> it's me and John Hedder and John C. Riley and all of the Mighty Ducks. Plus the Muppets. <laughs> Plus the Muppets. It's really... It's um, it's an ensemble cast. You also have a chance of having a cape, which who doesn't love a nice cape? Except that. It but I feel like you could wear a cape in Sochi, and... and nobody would bat an eye. Ah, uh, that's true. What's is there a different name for the capes that like come and cover like half of your shoulder, like one arm? Like uh, that's more a, of a cloak, really. It's a serap, a, a serapi. A it's a Luke Sky. It's a Luke Skywalker drape. It's a Sochi. All right, we need to take a vote on this. Jordan, what you going with? Hold on, this is the picture I was I've been looking for. Uh, check this out. Look at the look at the neckline on this. This is it. A- look at the neckline on this guy. Oh my gosh, that is that a is wow glorious. Oh man, that man looks like he is being chased by that Yeti in that skiing <laughs> game. He. He, like a bear, just took a slash right out of the front of his shirt, and he was no, just like, "Screw yeah. it, I gotta go to the figure skating." Kevin, the way no nice the way I think about it is that he got to Sochi, put on his leotard, was like, "Uh oh, this doesn't fit. What am I gonna do about it?" And just takes out a knife and just like cuts Slice. a big tear in it. It's like, "Well, yeah. it fits now." And then goes out and performs. He had to lift and separate. Again, that's not. Well, that's close. Uh, I would rather live in Sochi. There is my vote. Let's continue. <laughs> Kevin, what? Uh, I'm gonna do leotard. Uh, of course you will. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do leotard because, um, because then me and Johnny, Johnny, Weird? what is his name? Johnny Weird? Weird. Johnny Weird. Johnny Weird and I can hang out, and he can commentate my life and be like, "Oh, a couple of points off." From the Netflix queue that he looked through. If it let you time travel, would it be a Leotardus? <laughs> I'm going with Sochi, though. Because <laughs> I, I still haven't been across uh, oceans. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and wrap up this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we hope you had fun. We certainly did. Uh, if you would like to send us any questions, you can head on over to facebook.com slash ninjas versus podcast. We post uh, funny stuff there, reminders of episodes coming out, reminders that we're going to be recording uh, and to get your questions in. Just a lot of fun stuff. Uh, and we're always happy to talk to people on there. Thank you so much to our newest fan on Facebook, Andrew Oblad. Oblad. Probably Oblad. 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 Andrew's going on, Jude. Well, he's a bit obtuse. He's an Oblad. Um, but no, thank you so, so much. So very much, Andrew. I especially really like your profile picture. It is a photo 
of an escalator descending, uh, and it's pizzas going into a man's mouth at the bottom of the escalator. It's really fantastic. Uh, look up Andrew Oblad on Facebook. Um, I was hoping that was his face. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be fantastic. Well, maybe he's a male model. Maybe maybe he was photoshopped for that wonderful Pizza Hut ad. Uh, also, you can email us at ninjas versus podcast. That's versus vs no period at gmail.com. We can take your questions there, or you can tweet at ninjas versus podcast and use the MVP hashtag if you want to be considered for the tweet of the week. Jordan, do we have a tweet of the week? Well, three hours ago, Jeffrey Lawton tweeted. What's your opinion of the U.S. women's curling team's forfeit to Great Britain? And I would like to correct him. It seems like they forfeited to Great Britain. Uh, I would also like to correct you, him. It is Great Britain. When you lose 12-3 to 3 in curling, that seems like they forfeited. They were just really bad, like all Olympic U.S. curling teams. Um, but I'm not going to give him the Tweet of the Week. Tweet of the Week goes to Hunter Greenfield, who says... For all you lonely people, if you're not busy on Friday, HMU if you want to play paintball with me. <laughs> I don't know what HMU Dude, means. Dude, are any of us busy on Friday? Where is he located? Jordan, you're coming up to Pittsburgh. Let's spend our Valentine's Day playing paintball with Chase. No, Hunter. Hunter Greenfield. Oh, Hunter. Hunter Greenfield. I wonder if he's playing in that Greenfield behind Maybe his house. Maybe he lives in Greenfield. Uh, and Kevin, do we have a follower of the week? Yes, we do. Uh, actually, tell me if I've already uh, blasted this one out. Uh, our one of our newest followers is Fun Bustin. Oh no, I do know Fun Bustin. Do you really? Fun Bustin is the new podcast by friend of the show Eric Anderson. That's fantastic. I forgot that I was going to plug it this week. Fun Bustin is a great new podcast by Eric and his wife Lindsay. They're very, very close friends of mine. Um, I was in Eric and Lindsay's wedding. Uh, they got to meet Jordan at yeah. Ryan's wedding. His brother. Eric they works for the same company people. of friend of the show Murph Murphy, and yet they have not met each other. <laughs> I keep meaning to be more active in facilitating that friendship. I'm sorry, but please check out that show. Eric Anderson is probably the funniest person I know, uh, and if he were any more. Um, relaxed and friendly he'd be asleep with a smile on his face so go ahead and check that out uh thank you also to animal tropical for doing our intro song 20 miles Not this week uh, this week oh well thank you so much to john goodman for composing john. Uh, yep <laughs> uh, john brothers john goodman uh, the greatest <laughs> film composer ever thank you so much john uh, thank you to Sparrows and Crows for our outro, Ultraviolet Bliss. <laughs> and uh, thank you all for listening. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and so, <sighs> keeping with our ninjas versus theme, our final question, speed round, ninjas versus the creepy Sochi Olympics bear. Go. I'm going to say ninjas because the bear is russian and ninjas are japanese and japan beat russia in the last war that they were in which was world war ii no whoops they... no <laughs> whoops no uh russo-japanese war to japan they beat they beat them in the russo-japanese war but then russia sort of beat japan yeah, by by association in world war ii so it's going to be the bear yeah, they got the bronze, not the gold. <laughs> yeah, in the in the uh, Yalta conference, Stalin definitely got the bronze on that one. And oh no, well Paralympics joke, FDR. <laughs> Jordan, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Teddy Roosevelt for su- successfully uh, ending the Russo-Japanese War and getting a Nobel Peace Prize. Well, he loved starting wars. He loved ending them. And I am going to go ahead. And go with uh, ninjas because, you know, I, I really want them to win because th- that new mascot is just unbearable. <laughs> uh huh. So, as ever, I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kevin. And until next time, go buy some bitcoins. I don't know what bear you're talking about. Are you talking about the, the blue one with the giant ears? No, what?
Yeah, hold on. Let me just grab Gonna this for you. This is adorable. Party. I don't know what you're talking about. Look at this. Look at this. Feast your, your eyes on sun. this. Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh wow! That's a dead body. mouse. No, here. Um, is it? Is it this lovable trio? Here, this is what I'm talking about. Oh god! Oh, oh no! Drunk. Whoa, that's going. He looks like, uh, let the grass scratch up our legs. What did you say to me? Oh, so cute. Why is he so big? Push your face. Alright. That was fun. That was a good episode. I enjoyed that a lot. Skibidi bee, bop bee, bop bee, bop bee, b